Welcome to the Paranormal Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Thanks for stopping by. This is the place to explore mysteries, investigate the otherworldly, and share stories of the inexplicable and the strange. You see, within the realm of our daily, ordinary lives, there is a paranormal factor always waiting to reveal itself. So let's begin exploring together the truly weird. Welcome listeners, and thanks for stopping by. As a reminder, the Paranormal Factor Podcast Facebook page is full of great content posted every weekday, Monday through Friday. So please go out to Facebook and search for The Paranormal Factor Podcast and start enjoying some of the fun paranormal content we have for you. Now, on to our episode, where we're investigating shadow people, including the ultra-scary hat man. Who are they? Is there an explanation? And what of cases of actual encounters? I have to admit, I have not been this creeped out over an episode since the Black Eyed Kids. There's a growing interest in the occurrence of shadow people, and it truly is a global phenomenon. What are they? Ghosts? Interdimensional beings? Time travelers? Something else? You were reading, sitting comfortably on your sofa in the dim light when some movement across the room caught your attention. It seemed dark and shadowy, but there's nothing there. So you return to your reading, and a moment later, there it is again. You look up quickly this time and see the fleeting but distinctly human shape of a shadow passing quickly over the far wall and disappearing. Out of the corner of your eye, you catch movement again, darker than the already black of the room, solid and slinking off to your left. You quickly turn your head as your heart begins to race. You see nothing. You accelerate into a state of high alert, fighting to focus your eyes into a small section of the room. Then it happens again, only this time you're looking straight on and you see the shadow directly in front of you. Face to face, blacker than black, darker than dark, like a void that's been punched into the inky fabric of night itself. And then the dark mass moves out of the corner, slides along the wall and disappears into the opposite corner. Well, your heart is really racing now. Adrenaline is surging like a runaway train. The brain takes charge trying to rationalize what you've just experienced. Was it the product of tired eyes? Maybe a hanging eyelash? Or a passing car's headlights filtering into the room creating some kind of optical illusion? Or was it exactly what it appeared to be? Some kind of living, moving shadow. Shaking the image out of your head, you assume it must have been some weird trick of your eyesight. However, the feeling still lingers that someone continues to watch you. And you ask yourself, what was that? So is this a natural shadow? Your heightened imagination? Maybe a ghost. Or maybe it was something that seems to be a spreading phenomenon. Apparitions that are coming to be known as shadow people. Perhaps this is an old phenomenon with a new name that is now being discussed more openly, in part thanks to the internet. Or maybe it's an actual phenomenon that, for some reason, is manifesting with greater frequency and intensity now. In 2010, the apparitions were described as one of the most regularly reported paranormal phenomena in the United States. According to believers... Shadow people are supernatural, shadow-like humanoid figures that are seen flickering on walls and ceilings, usually in the viewer's peripheral vision. 
A shadow person, also known as a shadow figure, shadow being, or black mass, is the perception of a patch of shadow as a living humanoid figure and interpreted as the presence of a spirit or other entity by believers in the paranormal or supernatural. Have you ever been reading or watching TV when suddenly in the periphery of your vision you catch a glimpse of what appears to be a shadowy figure in the room with you? Dark, shadowy humanoid figures like these can be extremely scary and unsettling to the people who experience seeing them. But defining exactly what shadow people are, and if they're actually paranormal, is up for debate. The most common thing with accounts of seeing shadow people is that everyone describes feeling dread, and some people even report their pets acting with fear or hostility. Some people see them as a full figure, sometimes with a hat on, sometimes just from the waist up, and sometimes they're wearing a hood or a cloak. There have been enough of these sightings, thousands actually, to make them an intriguing paranormal happening across the world. Of course, just because people are reporting seeing something doesn't make it an actual supernatural event. After all, like much in the realm of the paranormal, there is no direct evidence to support the existence of shadow people. Science certainly thinks there are more reasonable explanations. So let's take a deeper look into shadow people and hear from some who have witnessed them and the scientific take on this phenomenon. The mysterious sightings of shadow beings have become a hot topic of conversation in paranormal chat rooms, message boards, and websites, and it's even given widespread attention on paranormal talk radio. They are one of the earliest sighted creatures by mankind, making them one of the oldest cryptids worldwide. A number of religions, legends, and folklore describe shadowy spiritual beings or supernatural entities such as shades of the underworld. And various shadowy creatures have long been a staple of traditional ghost stories, such as the Choctaw Nalusa Chito. There are descriptions of shadowy, human-like figures also dating back to ancient times. In Egypt, descriptions and stories of shadow people are seen and are called kaibut, and it was believed it was one of the seven souls each person had. In Greek mythology, the shade of a person went to a place called the Land of the Shades, which was part of the underworld. There are also stories of people dedicating or giving their shadows to Zeus. And while this was a huge sacrifice, over time it became something to fear. It was believed if someone visited the temple of Zeus, Lycaeus, they would lose their soul. He was believed to be the original werewolf, and werewolves supposedly lack shadows. It was believed the jinn, or genie, from pre-Islamic mythology could assume shadow form. The Quran mentions pitch-black sapient beings that aren't entirely spiritual or physical. People in ancient Europe believed that shadow beings desired blood and without it could not be reborn. Shadow people are often compared to the raven mocker in Cherokee mythology. That's a witch that takes the form of a bird and then shifts into a shadow-like human phantom, and it is said that it steals the souls of the ill or dying. The Coast to Coast AM late night radio talk show helped popularize modern beliefs in shadow people. The first time shadow people were discussed at length on the show was April the 12th, 2001, when host Art Bell interviewed Native American elder Harley Swift Deer Reagan. During the show, listeners were encouraged to submit their own drawings of shadow people that they had seen, and a large number of these drawings were immediately shared publicly on the website. In October that same year, 
Author Heidi Hollis published her first book on the topic of shadow people and later became a regular guest on Coast to Coast AM. The term shadow people was first used by Hollis, who has written many books on paranormal phenomena. According to her, shadow people have been around since the beginning of time and are a dark influence upon society. Hollis describes shadow people as dark silhouettes with human shapes and profiles that flicker in and out of peripheral vision. Shadow people seem to be living shadows. Some people see semi-transparent dark splotches. They often vanish as soon as a person realizes what they saw. Frequently, when people see shadow people, they report a feeling of despair and fear overcoming them. There have been some reports of even being attacked or chased by these shadows, and shadow people are sometimes spotted in hospitals and are considered ill omens. Shadow people are reported to be conscious, intelligent, interdimensional beings that can shapeshift into various forms and figures. They may be able to move back and forth between dimensions. So many people have seen them, there is an official website that archives encounters. While there is a belief that shadow people could be guardian angels, most say they are extremely evil. Shadow people usually, but not always, do begin to appear initially as fleeting images in a person's peripheral vision. However, at higher levels of intensity, shadow people may begin to appear in full view in a manner which allows them to be directly looked at. The bodies of these shadow people are usually identified as consisting of a type of blackness that has a sense of depth with few facial or bodily features. The blackness of their bodies often seem almost impenetrable, as if one is looking into a black hole in humanoid form. They may also appear in the shape of animals, uniform blobs, disembodied body parts, or a multitude of other shapes. They sometimes appear to move or change shape. The movement exhibited can be normal human movement, or it can be faster, slower, or more choppy than a normal person's manner. It is also possible for multiple shadow people to occupy one's field of vision simultaneously while acting autonomously from one another and even interacting with each other. It's worth noting that the style and general behavior of a shadow person is often largely dependent on the emotional state of the person experiencing it. For example, a person who is emotionally stable and generally happy will usually be more prone to experience neutral, interesting, or friendly shadow people. In contrast, however, a person who is emotionally unstable and generally unhappy will usually be more prone to experiencing sinister and fear-provoking shadow people. While they often appear as the silhouette of a person, usually male, some are seen only from the waist up. Others clearly have legs and are seen fleeing from their observers. The shadows are usually larger than a normal shadow and notably don't represent the shadow of the person sighting it. They dart in the corners, through walls, in the closets, or behind television sets, bushes, and buildings. Sometimes they simply fade into the dark recesses of the night, and the beings are often reported to appear in mirrors. Much less frequently, red glowing eyes are reported. Some witnesses also claim to have been attacked, resulting in scratches, bruises, or burns, and animals are said to react to the phenomena with fear and hostility. Shadow people behavior tends to vary, suggesting they may be as varied as regular people. Some report when looked at in the chest or eyes, they emit a loud scream that sounds like screechy static, long, loud winds or creaking wood.
They often cause their victims to feel unable to move and stare at them in silence, rarely ever speaking. Sometimes they even sit on their chests. Jason Offit, author of Darkness Walks, The Shadow People Among Us, says, The most common type of shadow person encounter is a blacker-than-night, human-shaped shadow that people see walking through their bedroom, hallway, living room, etc. These shadow people are mostly benign, usually not taking notice of those who observe them. Offit notes the types of shadow people spotted include the hooded monk, black smoke or mist people, shadow animals, peaking shadows, usually child-sized, and red-eyed shadows, generally more malevolent. It would be frightening enough to encounter any of these types of shadow beings, as we will shortly see, but there is one shadow entity in particular that brings dread and horror, the Hat Man. When people describe seeing a shadow person with a hat, it is believed to be the same figure, Hat Man. The Hat Man is believed to be a demonic entity many say they have seen. Each of the descriptions mentions he wears a top hat and trench coat. Some even believe this figure to be the devil himself. Witnesses report seeing a shadowy entity dressed in an old top hat on some occasions and on others wearing a fedora-type hat. While some have reported it to be harmless, Hat Man has also been mentioned as an entity that brings a feeling of utter terror upon seeing it. Some people have experienced him after waking and see him hovering over the top of them, which scientists attribute to sleep paralysis. Others claim to have seen him while wide awake or either before or after a major traumatic event. Some people say they have only seen him once, while others say he haunted them for years. Hatman is actually more akin to the devil or a demon, author Heidi Hollis says. He might appear more solid than other shadow entities. She suggests these very negative beings are seeking to increase their numbers by recruiting an army of people to the shadowy realm. Many have reported this entity feeds on terror and does not vanish. He simply walks away as any normal person would. In some cases, the shadow has substance. Some say they've even touched it. Those who see Hatman report feeling a sense of malice oozing from it, and it seems to show an unnerving interest toward witnesses. It also seems to take great pleasure from the fear of witnesses. This being is considered extremely dangerous due to its malevolent nature and because it appears to feed on fear. We'll be devoting an entire episode to Hatman sometime in Season 3. Several theories have been offered as to what shadow people are and where they come from. Shadow people are a bit of an enigma in the paranormal community, says professional psychic Renee Watt. They are often thought of as ghosts or a collection of negative energy. But as is true with most paranormal phenomena, there's just no definitive answer. So what are they? There are several general theories on what shadow beings might be. A figment of the imagination. The explanation we get from skeptics and scientists is this is nothing more than active human imagination. It's our minds playing tricks on us, our eyes seeing things in a fraction of a second that isn't really there. In other words, an illusion. Real shadows caused by passing auto headlights or some similar explanation. And without a doubt, these explanations probably can account for some, if not many, experiences. The human eye and mind are easily fooled. But can they account for all cases? Ghosts. Although shadow people often do have a human outline or shape because they're dark, the detail of their appearance is lacking. 
This is in contrast to many ghost sightings in which the witness can describe the ghost's facial features, style of clothing, and other details. One theory suggests these shadows represent human spirits that are simply lost on this plane. They haven't yet embraced their state of being, leaving them with an absence of the light that most spirits encounter after death. This absence of light means we see them as shadow. However, since accounts of ghosts and shadow people are anecdotal and have not been scientifically verified, such differences are not conclusive. Demons and Other Spirit Entities Another theory for these shadow entities is that they are in fact demonic in nature. Encounters are often accompanied by feelings of intense dread, and often witnesses to these shadow people do not feel like they are or have been in the presence of a being that was once human. If they are demons, we have to wonder what their purpose or intent is in letting themselves be seen in this manner. Is it merely to frighten us? Astral Bodies One theory suggests shadow people are the shadows or essences of people who are having out-of-body experiences. According to Jerry Gross, an author, lecturer, and teacher of astral travel, we all travel out of the body when we are sleeping. Perhaps, this theory states, we're seeing the transient astral bodies of travelers. Time Travelers Another theory is that people from the future could have found the means to travel to the past and our time. In their time travel state, they appear to us merely as passing shadows as they observe the events of our timeline. Perhaps it is a protective facade to keep them from impacting events. Interdimensional Beings the most popular answer to what are shadow people tends to lean towards a type of interdimensional being and these shadow people are simply moving between dimensions. Even mainstream science is fairly convinced that there are dimensions other than the three we inhabit. And if there are inhabitants in these other dimensions, it is possible they have found a way to intrude on our dimension and become at least partially visible. If so, they could very well appear as shadows. Perhaps, some theorize, the vibrations of our existence are beginning to mesh with those of another dimension, which accounts for the increase in such phenomena as ghosts, shadow people, and possibly aliens. And lastly, aliens. Aliens is often discussed as an answer, and it's not quite as outrageous as it sounds. Many people believe aliens are already here on Earth and are simply disguising themselves as shadow people. Abductees have reported in many cases that alien greys seem to be able to pass through walls and closed windows and to appear and disappear abruptly. Perhaps they go about their alien agenda disguised in shadows. There is a good deal of overlapping among the above ideas, of course. Aliens and ghosts could be interdimensional beings, or aliens could be time travelers. And some believe demons are responsible for all of these unsettling encounters. While the exact supernatural origin of these shadow beings is debated among paranormal experts, there is one thing that most agree upon. The presence of shadow people is utterly unsettling. And presence is an important word because people are seeing these shadow beings. Perhaps you have even seen them, or will. The following cases are indicative of the real encounters people say they have had. It isn't difficult to put ourselves in the place of those who have experienced shadow entity encounters, is it? As you sit listening to this podcast, it isn't hard to imagine seeing something from the corner of your eye. Was that a shadow you just saw in the corner of your room? As you get up from bed late tonight, 
to get some water or use the bathroom. Will you see a shadow movement in the hall? Or maybe you're sitting in your car right now in a dimly lit parking lot. Was that a shadow that just passed under the car beside you? Maybe you will experience this scary phenomenon tonight. Or maybe you won't. But there are people who have experienced them. Shadow people. Let's hear from some of them. Jason's story. I've always been very observant and I noticed everything around me in detail. When I was 13, I was riding home from the supermarket with my older brother. All of a sudden, a dark figure dove under the car. It happened very quickly, but I saw it straight on. It was definitely in the shape of a man and it seemed to appear out of nowhere. I just saw a shadow man, I said to my brother. Of course, he made a joke of it. I went along with it, but it was more than a joke to me. I saw another shadow man that very night when I got out of bed to go to the bathroom. I know it was not my mind playing tricks. Nathan's story. I remember vividly how it looked the evening I saw it. I regularly think about the scenario every few months or so, even though it happened years ago. I was washing dishes and, and I was watching the television through the reflection of the wall tile against the sink. One of the times that I decided to look at the reflection of the tile, I saw a tall black hooded figure with some kind of cloak. It was almost like a silhouette of a person. And the figure was frozen yet moving at a steady pace. I tell you, I was frozen with shock as I watched this figure pass the television screen as seen through the reflection of that tile as I was washing the dishes. It went out the kitchen door, yet the door wasn't opened in any way. It was the darkest shade of black I've ever witnessed. I do like art, and I have a familiarity with colors. It seemed as though it was the Grim Reaper the more I think about it. Maybe the tale of the Grim Reaper, which has been around for millenniums, is just the shadow people. Isify's story. When five or six Reddit user Isify went into the backyard to play on the trampoline, and saw three men. They were standing side by side on the trampoline wearing matching hats and were pitch black. Isify yelled at the creepy figures to get off. Her parents heard the shouts and raced downstairs. To this day, the parents recall how frightened their child was. Isify told her parents that there were people on the trampoline, but when they looked back, the shadow people had vanished. Isify didn't step on the trampoline for two years, but this is not the end. Isify's grandma described waking to a dark figure standing above her many times at their old house. One night, Isify's mother woke and saw a similar figure standing over Isify's dad. They've moved houses since, but the shadow people seem to have followed, Isify says. Perry's story. This experience happened during my childhood. I'm going to get right to the point. I was sleeping and woke up for a moment with the feeling someone was watching me. I looked up toward the door entrance of my room, and sure as I'm telling you this, the figure of a man with a derby hat was standing in front of me. I was scared as hell, and I pulled the covers over my head for a few moments and looked again, and he was gone. When I got up some time later, I asked my mom if Dad came in my room to check on me for any reason, and she said no. And I mean, Dad never wore a derby. She wondered why I asked the question, I'm sure, but I never spoke of it again. I've never given it much thought, but I can tell you they are real. One other point, I have never seen him or her again. Dusty's story. This happened in the Midwest around uh, 1982. When I was a child of 
10 to 11 years old, my family was gathered for an evening of playing cards at my grandparents' house. Being bored of watching and not being asked to play, I wandered into the living room that was set apart in the split-level home, away from the light of the dining room. I remember leaning over the back of my grandfather's chair to pull back the heavy olive green curtains to peer outside into the darkness. What I witnessed froze me in place, unable to move or cry out. Ten or more shadow beings were in my grandparents' front yard, and as I swept my eyes from left to right, there were dozens more that I saw as I looked down the street. I tried to scream, help me, but the harder I tried to scream, it just wouldn't come out where anybody could hear me. I was petrified in place, and then I realized not only could I see them, but they now noticed they were seen. They all started moving toward the window. I gathered every ounce of strength I could and let go of the curtain and pushed myself out of the chair and turned to run. At first, my legs were like dead weights, but every step I took, they seemed to lighten and my pace quickened until I had returned to the light of the dining room where I remained until leaving. Even out of breath and shaken, no one seemed to notice, nor did I try to explain what had just happened. Until now. Lanica's story. Well, this story happened around 1976. My son was a child, and he's an adult now. My parents live in a big city in the Rio de Janeiro state, across the bay from Rio City. As far as they know, they are the first owners of the house. They live in a small military condo village built by the Air Force over what was just farmland in 1980. Knowing the dark past of slavery in Brazil, who knows what could have happened on the farm, but as far as I know, there was only grass there. I've searched for a scientific explanation for a long time but none fit what happened. The house is small and the TV room gives a straight view of the kitchen. The white refrigerator is the first thing that you see. The sofa shared the same wall and you just had to look to your right to look at the kitchen. People prefer to enter the house by the kitchen so it's fairly common looking at it by reflex. So there's my 56 year old mother, me, 35, and my son who is eight, just talking about totally irrelevant stuff, TV, school, my son being bored. When I casually look at the kitchen to my right and see a black figure cross from where there's a table so no human could do this, in front of the refrigerator and to my mother's bedroom, here's what I saw. It was blacker than the dark of the kitchen. A male silhouette, bald, two arms and a torso, but under it was like a thick line of smoke and nothing under that. It was fast, three seconds, I guess. I was ready to dismiss this like my brain was toying with me, but I turned to my family and everybody was looking scared. My son saw it. My mom saw it. We all looked at the same time like we do to see my father coming in from work. Whatever it was, it was just passing and did not acknowledge our existence. I never saw it again. Someday I have to ask my mother if it returned, but it's one of the only things in my life that I cannot explain rationally. Another Jason's story. My wife and I moved into a rental house uh, along with my mother and my stepson and his girlfriend. The house was located in the middle of the woods in Harrogate, Tennessee. To make a very long, disturbing story short, about the fourth night there, I was in bed about 3.30 a.m. with my wife and lying on my back with her head resting on my arm, but she was facing away from me. At the angle we were laying, I could see out the bedroom through the hallway and into the living room. I see a shadow that was blacker than black and about seven feet tall, roughly shaped like a person, 
It came from the kitchen into my line of sight in the living room. I watched fully awake as it came all the way down the living room and zigzagged through the hallway into our room. It went around our bed and went right past me and stood in the corner behind me in the corner to my left. Well, I was kind of in shock. I mean, I just watched this thing come all the way through the house and right past the foot of the bed and now it's standing right behind me. I didn't move or make a sound and all of a sudden I remember what looked like a black tornado came out of the main shadow and went over my head and started coming down toward my wife. She was asleep on my arm so when I saw this I pulled my arm and my wife towards me and the blackness drew back just like it came. I felt, I don't know, that it got angry by this. I felt overwhelming malice and then it just went into the wall and disappeared. Sometimes shadow people are not content to just stand in the corner watching us. Reddit user Pinewolf14 has encountered shadow people more than once. Often he heard them breathing or felt the shadow hovering over him while he slept. He's heard whispers saying, don't move, in the middle of the night. Wisely or not, he never did. But on one night, this changed. Instead of lying still, he rolled over and came face to face with a shadow person. If the two had been any closer, he noted, their foreheads would have been touching. He opened his mouth to scream, but there were hands around his throat choking him. He started to thrash about, punching and kicking at the shadow person until suddenly the shadow person vanished. The following is an anonymously reported story from Reddit. Please withhold my identity. This happened in 2013. I have only told one person about this, and I'm pretty sure they didn't believe me and either no longer remember what I told them or they just choose not to ever bring it up again. Four years ago, I saw something I'll never forget. I woke up, looked at the TV, and realized I couldn't move. I could only move my eyes. I looked to my bedroom door, and I saw standing at the closed door of my bedroom a hooded, cloaked shadow man. I tried to scream, but nothing would come out. And I struggled to move, but that didn't work either. Suddenly, it just rushed at me and was on top of me instantly. I closed my eyes, trying to scream, but no sound came out. It was crushing and choking me until finally it let go. I was able to let out a low, out-of-breath help that no one heard. Then the shadow man, he just vanished. I went downstairs to ask if anyone heard me screaming. That's when I told the only person I ever told. I was told no, they didn't hear anything and said it was probably a dream. I tried to explain it wasn't. I can tell you what was on the TV when I first woke, unable to move anything but my eyes. It was the news about an accident the night before. I rewound the program and yeah, there it was minutes earlier, just as I said. It happened. I know what I saw, but no one's going to ever believe it until they see it for themselves, just as it took for me to believe it. So people are seeing shadow people, but does that mean there are actually shadow entities? Or is there perhaps a more rational explanation to what people are seeing? It just so happens that maybe there is. So what do the skeptics say? While several theories have been offered as to what shadow people are and where they come from, skeptics and scientists have other ideas. They say several physiological and psychological conditions can account for reported experiences of shadowy shapes seeming to be alive. 
Skeptics note that seeing shadow people could simply be chalked up to sleep paralysis, which is a medical phenomenon that takes place when someone is in between a sleeping and wakeful state. During sleep paralysis, a person feels fully conscious, but they're unable to move or speak and may experience a feeling of intense dread, the sensation of being suffocated, or even hallucinations of shadowy figures. A sleep paralysis sufferer may perceive a shadowy or indistinct shape approaching them when they lie awake paralyzed and become increasingly alarmed. While sleep paralysis does not explain every encounter, skeptics turn to other potential explanations, including experiencing heightened emotional states, sleep deprivation, or substance use. A person experiencing heightened emotion such as while walking alone on a dark night, may incorrectly perceive a patch of shadow as an attacker. If severely sleep-deprived, we can often suffer hallucinations. These can be in many forms, and shadowy beings might be one of them. Many methamphetamine addicts report the appearance of shadow people after prolonged periods of sleep deprivation. Psychiatrist Jack Potts suggests that methamphetamine usage adds a conspiratorial component to sleep deprivation hallucinations. One interviewed subject said that you don't see shadow dogs or shadow birds or shadow cars. You see shadow people standing in doorways, walking behind you, coming at you on the sidewalk. These hallucinations have been directly compared to the paranormal entities described in folklore. Finally, visual hallucinations, such as those caused by schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, may appear to be shadowy figures on the edge of peripheral vision. According to a new study, when a specific region of the brain, called the left temporoparietal junction, or TPJ, is stimulated, it can create the illusion of a shadow person. The finding emerged by accident. Neurologist Olaf Blank of the Brain Mind Institute in Lausanne, Switzerland, and his colleagues were attempting to identify the source of epileptic seizures in a 23-year-old woman. They applied a mild current through surgically implanted electrodes to various regions of her brain. Not much happened until the researchers stimulated the woman's left TPJ, located roughly above the left ear. Suddenly, she reported feeling the presence of a mysterious person behind her, a motionless and speechless shadow that imitated her body posture and actions. He lay beneath her when she lay down sat beside her when she sat down, and attempted to take a test card from her when she tried to participate in a language exercise. Still, the study doesn't say how otherwise normally functioning people without any TPJ stimulation are also seeing shadow beings. So maybe seeing shadow people is caused by sleep paralysis and sleep deprivation. Since the brain is tired, it plays tricks on you and causes hallucinations. But while these offer some explanations to what people may be seeing and how they are experiencing events, it does not explain all sightings. Much like UFO reports where Venus, aircraft, and clouds are misidentified as UFOs, some shadow people may indeed be the product of lucid dreaming, night terrors, or effects of medication or lack of sleep. But some UFO sightings are unexplainable, and the same can be said of shadow people encounters. The fear of the dark and all of its shadows is a common one, probably because our eyes tend to play tricks on us when lights are low. 
A jacket hanging on the door can easily morph into a silhouette, and a pile of blankets could suddenly look like someone lurking in your bed. But could shadow people be more than that? Maybe. It's normal to feel fearful if you see something as inexplicable as a shadow person, but according to experts, it's best to focus on staying grounded and not letting yourself be overwhelmed by the discomfort of what you're experiencing. If you're seeing black shadows, try not to worry. It might just be shadows in the corner of the room. If you experience those feelings of dread and fear in the middle of the night and you see shadow figures lurking in the corners of the room, and here's the key thing, you can't move, it's very likely that you're experiencing a night terror or sleep paralysis. Although they're exceptionally scary, they're actually harmless. If you can, try to wiggle your little finger or your little toe and you'll soon get yourself out of the paralysis. If you encounter a shadow person, the worst thing you can do is give it your fear, as entities with negative intent thrive on their ability to make us feel unsafe or uncomfortable, Psychic Watts says. The best thing you can do is call in spiritual protection, pray, or simply stand your ground by firmly telling the shadow person to leave you alone. A one-off encounter with a shadow being can be creepy, but if your visions of these entities are ongoing, it might indicate that it's time to do some spiritual cleaning of your energy field and your living space, Watts says. If you're having multiple experiences with shadow people, you may want to consider doing a major energetic house cleaning or hiring a professional energy worker to do it for you, Watts says. She counsels you can spiritually cleanse your home and hopefully keep shadow people at bay by performing a protection ritual, putting out cleansing crystals in your home or burning purifying herbs. Susan Lawrence Fowler of shadowpeople.org says, What is their purpose? Well, one thing is for certain. The personalities and intentions of shadow people are just as varied as any one of the six billion people populating this planet. While a number of witnesses believe shadow people act as benevolent guardians watching and guiding us, just as many witnesses have no doubt of the evil soul-wrenching potential of the beings. Originally, I believed shadow people to be ghosts, but the stories received, read, compiled, and uploaded are more convincing that shadows are a type of interdimensional being, from which a ghost is maybe just a subcategory. One can only hope that serious research into this paranormal or psychological category will paint a clearer picture of the nature and makeup of these dark, mysterious people. That day hasn't yet come, she says. There is no way to prove or disprove any of these theories about a phenomenon that is so mysterious. Science finds it virtually impossible to catalog or study such phenomena in any methodical way. All we can do is to document personal experiences and try to piece together what the shadow people phenomenon might be. Perhaps it's an old mystery becoming more recognizable. Perhaps it represents a doorway to and from different planes of existence. Or perhaps they're just shadows. Shadow people are currently very popular. They seem to be the inspiration for other horror stories like Slenderman and Freddy Krueger and the Bowler Ghost in the Netflix show The Haunting of Hill House. We don't know what shadow figures are. In fact, they could be any or all of the phenomenon we've mentioned previously. They could be ghosts or spirits, astral travelers, time travelers, aliens, or all of the above. They could be demons or low heavy souls trapped on this plane. One thing is for sure, you may never be quite convinced ever again if that shadow out of the corner of your eye was just that, a shadow, or a living shadow being.
Well, folks, in our next episode of the Paranormal Factor podcast, we have a real treat for you. We talk with Ken Jordan, Texas State Director for MUFON. That's the Mutual UFO Network. MUFON was established in 1969 and is an all-volunteer nonprofit corporation and the world's oldest and largest civilian UFO investigation and research organization. It has chapters in every U.S. state and 43 countries. Ken will share info on MUFON, some interesting Texas UFO cases, and tell you what to look for in the night sky. Oh, and if you're interested, how to volunteer for MUFON in any state or country. So join us as we talk with the Texas State Director of MUFON, Ken Jordan, next time on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. And now it's time for the episode quiz. Well, it sure is time for the quiz, so here we go. The Yeti is associated with what mountain range? Is it A, the Rockies, B, the Himalayas, C, the Andes, D, the Pyrenees? Once again, the Yeti is associated with what mountain range? Is it the Rockies, the Himalayas, the Andes, or the Pyrenees? And the answer is... B. The Himalayas. Well, we all know about the legends and tales of the abominable snowman. In Asia, a huge hairy ape man stomps through the snowy Himalayan mountain range, hunting for prey and terrorizing local people, or so the legend goes. For generations, stories of the Yeti have been told. Does he live in an icy cave? Is he related to Bigfoot, the ape man said to roam the forests of the United States? Is this cryptid even real? Well, the people of the region believe it is, and they have experienced it for centuries, and those stories can be downright frightening. You see, unlike its North American cousin, Bigfoot, this is not necessarily a shy and secretive creature. It has been known to actually attack people and carry off livestock. The Yeti in Himalayan folklore is a bipedal, ape-like creature purported to inhabit the Himalayan mountain range in Asia and folklorists trace the origin of the Yeti to a combination of factors including Sherpa folklore and perhaps misidentified wildlife like bears or yak. In Western popular culture, the creature is commonly referred to as the abominable snowman. Supposed evidence of the Yeti's existence include anecdotal visual sightings, video recordings, photographs, and casts of large footprints, though some of these are speculated or known to be outright hoaxes. While the Yeti sometimes leaves tracks in snow, it's also said to dwell below the Himalayan snow line. Despite dozens of expeditions into the remote mountain regions of Russia, China, and Nepal, the existence of the Yeti remains, as of now, unproven. And although by far not the most alarming of cryptids said to exist, and certainly not the most dangerous creature of folklore, the Yeti is, nevertheless, often believed to be a creature that is best left alone. For more on the Yeti, check out Season 2, Episode 11 of the Paranormal Factor Podcast. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A theme song is Knockers by Cinco, courtesy of Upbeat Music. Hey, before you leave, if you could, please do me just two favors. First of all, if you did enjoy the show, please leave a like on your favorite listening application. And secondly, if you liked what you heard, please spread the word. 
Love to have some new listeners out there to join you. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Keep your eyes open for the unusual folks, and thanks for stopping by.